Hey there, everyone. I am Ashley Bullington, and this is The Campfire. Today, we are deep diving into District 9, 5A, Division 2. A lot has changed after realignment, and here are the teams who will be competing in that district. Dayton, Fort Bend Marshall, Fort Bend Willow Ridge, Goleta Park, Nederland, Port Neches Groves, Santa Fe, and Texas City. There is some new district foes for some of these teams, and that should make for some good football. Let's analyze those teams in our film session. Fort Bend Marshall will look once again to be the cream of the crop in district play. However, this year they should see some better competition along the way. The Buffs went undefeated through the regular season only to lose at home in the first round of the playoffs. Jacoby Banks is back at quarterback, and he was the district overall MVP last season. Marshall has no shortage of athletes, so expect them to hoist the district title this year. Texas City moves over to this district as they had quite a year in 2021. They went 10-2 overall and were 6-1 in district play. The Stingerees bring back some offensive firepower that should help them in their playoff quest. A big story at Fort Bend Willow Ridge was the hiring of alum Kendron Pinson Sr. The former Hightower assistant coach will bring with him his son, Kendron Pinson Jr., which should liven up the offense. Pinson Jr. will be a junior this year, but as a sophomore, he was named first team all-district selection. Portnacious Grove joins this district as well. They are a perennial power and were in the playoffs last year. Galena Park went 8-3 last year, but will find the competition to be a little stiffer in this district. Jose Balderas will lead the Yellow Jacket running attack. Dayton, Nederland, and Santa Fe should find it difficult to make playoff runs, but could be competitive in the middle of the pack. See the Fort Bend Marshall Buffs as the favorite in this district, but there are certainly teams that will be competing for that title. Let's dig even deeper into 95A Division II with Houston Chronicle reporter John Poorman and producer Ward Fasolt in our district breakdown. District breakdown time. We're talking District 95A Division II with Houston Chronicle reporter uh, John Poorman. John, let's talk about this district. Obviously, the name Fort Bend Marshall sticks out, but what else do you see in this district? Yeah, for sure. I mean, right off the top, you see Marshall in there, and I think that it's going to be a really positive thing for this program who, you know, in recent years has made some really deep playoff runs and done a lot of great things, and they always have a ton of great athletes, Division One-type football players, uh, down there. And, you know, I think it's going to be good because they're going to get a lot more competition during the regular season. You know, uh, you, you saw it last year, losing to Barbers Hill in the first round. You know, that was the first competitive game they were in really all season. And so I think being in a little bit of a tougher district is going to allow them to, uh, you know, really test themselves during district play, you know, really uh, be able to find out, uh, you know, come push come to shove, you know, in, in tough games and, and clutch situations who were the guys that they're going to be able to depend on. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. You, you know, you kind of look down the list at this district, you see uh, Willow Ridge, who, who we'll dive into here in a little bit, but, you know, they are coming off, a, you know, a strong season and, and they're looking 
uh, to keep going with that. And, and Texas City coming over, they were in the district and, and challenged Crosby right at the top of that district that they were in last year. So, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, this is going to be a, a competitive district, I think, especially there at the top with the, you know, top four or five teams probably. Yeah, you ran into Marshall. You had to fight through some HISD teams, and they didn't really learn much about their team, and then they ran into some turmoil in that first round. Um, let's talk about Willowitz. Uh, Ramon Chin Young moves on, and they got a new coach in there. Why don't we talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, off to the Denver Broncos now. It's a great opportunity for him. But then they bring in an alumni, uh, Kendron Pinson Sr., who was at uh, an assistant at Fort Bend Hightower and, you know, all the success, of course, that, they, that they've had there in recent years. And he comes over uh, to be the head coach at his alma mater. What a great opportunity. And, you know, with that being said, that also means that his son, Kendron Pinson Jr., uh, who was the starter for Hightower last year, uh, show, has shown a lot of promise in his, his early uh, varsity years, you know, uh, he's going to be the starting quarterback over there for Willow Ridge. And, and they've got some other athletes too, um, you know, so he's not alone there. But, you know, I think that they are in good position in this district. I think that they'll be one of the teams that punches their ticket to the playoffs. I just love the, the father-son duo. It's a cool story, uh, especially with dad having gone to that school. And, and now, you know, his son kind of gets to follow in those footsteps. Yeah, it's a, it's a good way for him to make a name for himself. His son, at that uh, he already made a name for himself at Hightower because they got those two big wins against Manville, and he was a major part of that. Uh, the, about the rest of the district, uh, we talked about Texas City a little bit. Maybe you want to harp on the Stinger Ridge a little bit more because uh, they're probably going to be looking for one of those top four spots as well. And uh, I don't know, maybe Galena, Galena Park's probably going to have some struggles, but uh, some of the other area teams, maybe talk about those guys. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Texas City, uh, you know, I really like their chances in this district. I would expect for them to be one of the, the top teams as well. They've got a really good running back. Um, uh, he'll be a junior. And, um, and Caleb Bell rushed for over 1,000 yards last year. He's coming back, of course, to kind of lead the charge for that offense. You know, I really like what they've been able to do. That, that district that they were in last year with Crosby and some and Barbers Hill and some of those other teams, you know, that was pretty competitive. And I think it, it's going to be a, a pretty fair comparison to the district that they're in now. So I would expect them to compete for a playoff spot uh, for sure. And, um, you know, if I were a betting man, um, <laughs> I'd, I'd put them in the top four for sure. I just, I just like where they're at as a program. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, next week we're going to talk about 10 5A Division II. And just like that, we'll be done with 5A because, as we both know, Houston is made up of mostly 6A teams. And that's where we're going to uh, put most of our focus on for the next couple of weeks. But I appreciate you joining us, John, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, absolutely. These uh, these 5A Houston districts are, are no joke. I mean, we've, we've touched on all of them here now. But, I mean, you look across the board and these are going to be some really competitive races, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, John. We've heard about the teams. Now let's take a look at some of the athletes to watch out for and our players on the rise. 
Who is probably the best athlete in the district? Well, that would be Jacoby Banks of Fort Bend Marshall. For the Buffs, you'll catch him behind center. Banks threw for 1,363 yards to go along with 20 touchdowns and only four picks. However, at the collegiate level, he'll most likely be playing wide receiver. Last year as a junior, Banks was the overall MVP in the district. Jacoby is verbally committed to the University of Houston. He's going into his junior year, but Texas City's Caleb Bell has already proven he's a load to deal with in the ground game. As a sophomore, Bell rushed for 1,100 yards and 19 touchdowns. He's a 200-pound stocky back who will need more than an arm tackle to bring him down. Another big-time receiver in this district is Marquez Hayes from Fort Bend, Willow Ridge. Hayes, a junior, was first-team all-district selection as a wide receiver and a second-team selection as a safety. That's some serious double duty right there. Hayes is nicknamed Iron Man because of how he stays on the field most of the game. He has 19 receptions and five touchdowns as a receiver and picked off seven passes in the defensive backfield. On the defensive line, there's trouble brewing at Marshall as Zachary Chapman will require a lot of attention. As a junior, Chapman tallied 35 tackles, three tackles for a loss, and a forced fumble. And remember, the Buffs starters hardly ever played an entire game. He should be on the field more this year and has received offers from TCU, Mississippi State, and Purdue, among others. Great athletes in this district, but it takes some great coaches to get the best out of them. Fort Bend Marshall head coach James Williams is one of the best coaches in the Houston area. At our Word Facility, talks to him about his buffs in our media day segment. All right, it's media day. We are in our first 5A Division II district. That's 9-5A Division II, and I'm joined with James Williams from Fort Bend Marshall. Coach, uh, you move away from the HISD teams, but you got some uh, you got some real team squads in here this year with Texas City coming through and, and PNG as well. Some of the other ones. Talk about this district and, and what challenges you may have. Uh, well, first first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, always honored to come on and talk about our team and talk about our district uh, this year. And uh, what a challenge! I mean, it, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fight every week. Uh, I, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, I, I believe this is probably the top district in our region. Uh, you know, with like you said, Texas City and PNG, Nederlands in there, Dayton. I mean, it's some really high quality teams in here. Where um, you know, in the past years, you know, we were in with HISD, where you know it wasn't as much competition week in week out. That's not going to be the case this year. You know, just really, really good competition, really, really physical teams, great, well coached teams. Uh, I love Galena Park, and they come through running an option and play a very disciplined football game versus those guys, and it's going to be very challenging. Um, Couple of new coaches, actually several new coaches in the district as well. Well, Willow Ridge is hiring uh, their coach, Coach Pinson, uh, this week, and and um, Santa Fe hiring a new coach, a defensive coordinator from T Texas City, and then also PNG with Coach Joseph. So I mean, it's going to be a, a very competitive uh, district, and I'm excited. You mentioned the word competitive, and you probably knew this question was coming, but I want to ask it anyway. With those HISD teams. Uh, last year. Heck, I think you got, uh, what, six shutouts last year in one game where you only gave up seven. So mm -hmm. you, weren't, uh, you weren't challenged as much as you like, and, and, and maybe that hurt you in that first playoff game. Do you think, that, first of all, do you think that was the case? And second of all, how much are you feeling better about the fact that you will be challenged uh, 
at least, if not week in and week out, at least several times during the district play. I mean, it, it's exciting, you know. Um, you know, I, I think it does have an effect. I'm not one to have excuses, you know, first round last year, you know, versus Barbers here, we didn't get the job done, you know. Um, uh, they, were, they were more physical than we were and made more plays, but, um, you know, it, it does, your know, regular season is important because it does prepare you for the playoffs, you know, going through those battles, you know, getting playoff ready does mean something. And so when you've had those battles, when you've had those those uh, close contests, we had to overcome adversity and pull out games and, and play those physical games throughout the year, it makes a difference. And so uh, I don't think that's going to be an issue this year. You know, we also have a tough non-district. We start out with Klein, play Crosby week two, and play a, I mean, a very athletic Ailey Taylor week three. So, you know, I, I can tell you this, this next year's schedule is, is definitely going to be one that's going to prepare us for the playoffs, get us ready. And um, and hopefully fulfill and play up to the potential that we have in this program. Before we talk about your team, man, I did I did notice the fact that you had Crosby on the non-district schedule. We already got that thing circled. It helps that you play Thursday too, because that's a that's a that's a not a lot of games that week, so we can concentrate mostly on that game. But you guys had a great playoff game a couple of years back. Uh, talk about being able to play a team like Crosby and how that kind of readies you. Because last year you only had two games before you started district play. And this year you got you got a couple, two, three, and you're ready to go. But And one of those teams being Crosby, talk about that game and how excited you are to have a kind of a, a marquee matchup that early. Yeah, Coach, Coach Preto does a great job over there at, at Crosby. You know, we had a uh, – oh, man, we had a game two years ago in the playoffs, fourth round of the playoffs, came down to the – the end of the fourth quarter, a very competitive team. They have done great there, playing for a state championship two years ago and I think making it to some of the finals this past year. Uh, they're doing a great job with that program over there. So it's always fun to have uh, those early competitive wars early in your season, get the season started off with a bang. But, you know, you know that game's going to be very competitive. It's, it's going to uh, stress us mentally and physically. And, again, that's a great preparation for the, for the regular season. So, you know, excited to get that one kicked off and get the season kicked off pretty early. When you talk about the buffs, we always talk about premier athletes uh, across the board. And obviously you had a bunch last year and years before, but we want to talk a little bit about Jacoby because last year you played him at quarterback. You probably will play him again there or wherever you play him. But he can – that's – you know, I asked that question because he can play anywhere and be just about as dangerous at any position he is. He's been recruited as a receiver, but you may use him as quarterback, receiver. You can – having those kind of options with a player like that, how much does that open up your playbook and your offensive mind? It definitely does. You know, that young man can play, you know, practically any skill position, you know, on offense and can play on defense as well. Uh, you know, he's a he's a very gifted athlete. And the most impressive thing about that young man is how much of a competitor he is. I mean, he wants to win every single rep, whether it's practice, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's in the game. And he's a very, very competitive young man. And, and our kids feed off of that. You know, he's uh, definitely one of our team leaders. And so having that versatility with him, being able to play in multiple uh, locations, uh, definitely uh, makes it more difficult, hopefully, for the defense. It's something for them to prepare for. And uh, even on special teams, heck, we put him back at returner, kickoff returner and punt returner. So uh, we're blessed to have that young man. And, and again, he, he works so hard. He wants it so bad. Uh, that That's what makes him more impressive about that young man. You talked about how dominant your defense was, especially in district play with all the shutouts. So you had a lot of seniors graduate, but I'm assuming since some of the games got out of control a lot, you got to see with your own eyes what the underclassmen can do. Talk about what your defense may look like this year. Yeah, very excited about our defense as well. Um, 
we, we did lose some scenes. But we, I think we got about five starters back, uh, including, you know, like you said, we had a lot of guys. We try to play as many guys as we can, get that experience going. So just because you're not a starter doesn't mean you're not going to play starter reps or play as much as the starters for us. And we have some guys who uh, played the, the entire season last year who are going to be up for us. Um, very excited about our starting group. Our defensive line up front, you know, led by Zach Chapman. Uh, you know, big, big guy, big boy, uh, 6'5 kid. Got a bunch of power five offers this offseason and uh, ready to come into his own. He's, he's very physical, strong, you know, dominant player there. And uh, Trent Thomas, another 6'5 uh, kid, and Logan Granville. And, I mean, we have we have five guys coming back who played the entire year last year. So we'll have a good six, seven-man rotation up there. And it all starts up front. You know, a lot of people talk about our athletes and our ability to run. But if you can't win a line of scrimmage, you're not going to win many football games. And so that's always our focus, the offensive line, the defensive line, is to play physical football up front. I'm very excited about this uh, this group up front. And, you know, we do have some guys on the back end. Uh, Jordan Sample at, at some linebackers coming back last year from last year, was our leading tackler, runs sideline to sideline, and then our secondary, quite a few guys back there. So uh, we have reason to be uh, optimistic about this group, uh, hopefully playing some dominant defense. You talk about your optimism. By the time this airs, uh, you'll be well into spring ball or maybe even done with it by the time this airs. Where will your eyes be during spring ball to look, to look for somebody to step up in a position where you may have hit, hit by graduation or just want to improve? Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll always start with the, the line of scrimmage first. We're looking for some offensive linemen to step in. We lost some good ones last year, some big boys, one going to Florida, Christian Williams going to Florida, and, uh, you know, a couple of others we lost as the seniors. But, again, some young guys coming up. we got some size. We've had a really strong offseason. Some guys made some pretty good gains in the, in the weight room. So we're looking for those guys to see if they can play physical and, and, and be dependable. And, you know, just, again, just young guys. We, have a, we had a strong freshman class this year coming up, and, uh, I can talk about uh, Jacaden Ferguson, our receiver. Uh, his his uncle played in the NFL at receiver, Robert Ferguson. Uh, and so he's going to be a big guy like that as well. We're looking for him to step up. He's had a great offseason. And, you know, definitely some key skill guys on offense and, and guys uh, to create depth on the team as well on defense. And obviously we're working special teams and fundamentals of that as well. But uh, for here, it always starts the offensive line. It always it always starts with discipline. We're going to play great fundamental football and great physical football. So we're looking to see those guys, young guys, to step up and see if they can show us that this spring. Awesome, Coach. I can't wait to see uh, for the season to start. I know we're super early right now, but it's never too early in Texas to talk Texas high school football. So can't wait to see you guys play, and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Very always a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to spring. We start spring, uh, like you said, next week, and and then we're going to get after it and, and uh, look forward and get ready for this tough district. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. That's going to do it for this week's show. Be sure to join us next week as we close out our 5A coverage with 10-5A Division II. You can keep up with everything on the high school football scene on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube accounts. Until next time, I am Ashley Bullington, and thank you for watching the campfire. <laughs>